0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe podcast. And on this week's episode, we are doing it. We're talking about Barbie and Oppenheimer, not necessarily in that order. But uh, anyway, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going.
1: Everyone, this is Dylan.
0: And I'm Michael. That's right. um, The Barbenheimer is upon us finally. Um, I feel like we've been talking about both these movies forever. But uh, we will be talking about them and spoiling them. So if you haven't seen them there is stuff to spoil although Oppenheimer is a true story so there is that um nothing in there should be that surprising but uh anyway we will spoil both of those films so if you care about spoilers you know don't tune in for that part but we're gonna do the news first so we won't spoil anything until we get to the reviews so don't worry so let's hear about the news Dylan what do we got
1: all right so we start off with a new trailer we got for the marvels yes this is not part of san diego comic-con but it, it premiered a few days ago um this is our we got a teaser it's our first full trailer it gives us a little bit more insight into the story has like scrolls kree nick fury um it confirms like the long-standing theory of like the kamala monica and uh um I was about to say brie and carol's yeah. uh light-based powers tying them together um right. and we got some more yeah we got a Better idea of what the story is. It comes out November tenth, although it might move. Everything's on the chopping block right now. Lots of stuff um, moved. I I've seen Yeah. If if the strike speaking of stuff moving, I will take my victory lap, even though it's okay. very sad actually. <laughs> I two of the movies that I pointed out last week that might move. I was like Indie Projects with Big Stars. I was like Challengers with zendaya and uh the Emma Stone Yorgos movie. Oh, yeah, poor uh, things got pushed back. Uh, three months. They both got pushed back. Yeah. It's gonna happen more. You know, it's starting with the with the indie movies, but we're going to see more of it. Maybe, maybe well, the Marvels? Not Yorgos. And Dune? I think Dune's going to be pushed too, D-
0: unfortunately. Dune, Dune has caught such a, like a rough break, I feel mm-hmm. like.
1: Poor Dune. I know. Anyway. Maybe at least it'll release in theaters this time, exclusively. We'll see. Was Dune uh, simultaneously
0: but- released? I'd forgotten, because I know I saw it in theaters.
1: Yeah, they put it on for free on HBO at the same time. It was time. one of those. That's right. Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay. Well, not anymore. Well,
1: um, but the Marvels, uh, I thought this trailer was super solid. It didn't yes. like so blow good. me away in any in any way. Um, I don't think it's gonna like win over any new people. But Correct. for people who are like like Michael and I already excited, I think it just affirmed that you know it seems like it seems like they're playing really well off each other, the three leads, and that they're having a lot of fun and absolutely i thought the effects looked good uh i did too i
0: thought it looked really good i thought it looked really fun and like like you said i don't think it's gonna blow anybody away but you know i really enjoyed it it was exciting i thought it was fun but i'm yeah, already excited for the movie so there's there is that
1: <laughs> yeah we're biased but um my hope for it is that like i know there's a lot of uh Captain marvel haters out there, um, yeah. or people who don't like necessarily really connect with the character, but um, it seems like it's giving an arc to Carol, and that she's like, you know, we've seen it before, yeah. but she's like working alone, like a, a loner in space, and has to learn to work with a team, and have like maybe more of a connection, like a circle, you know? uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's been like people's complaint with her a bit is that she's very like isolated and, and cold, you know? So maybe yeah. this will... Make people warm up to her a little bit. I don't know. We'll
0: see. I, I, I. Okay. Look. I think speaking pretty plainly. I think the people that already don't like Captain Marvel aren't gonna. I think they don't. They don't like her for other reasons that aren't the story and the plot. You know what I mean?
1: True. So I think I I
0: don't. I don't think it's gonna win those people over. Yeah. Agreed. But but if you don't Um, care either way, this might win you over. Maybe.
1: Yeah, because I think there is like. I think a disser- a little bit of a disservice has been done to the character in all the movies that she's been in, you know. I don't think she's had too much to do other True. than show up and explode things. So Right. I don't know. Maybe this will maybe there's like three holdouts who will I hope so end up really liking it. We'll see. <laughs> um let's see. Okay, we got a few we're gonna do some San Diego news next week also, because there's just too much news and two movies. So much. we got a few a few we'll we'll do a few san diego trailers this week um one of them being invincible season two um it comes yes. out november 3rd and the trailer it like it really wasn't anything story-based it's just kind of like here's our new cast joining the season i felt like is that how you felt
0: yeah absolutely um it didn't it wasn't that exciting looking previously
1: yeah uh it reminded us that it's coming basically and it's like New people joining like Chloe Bennet, uh, Rob Delaney, um, right. Jay Farrow, uh, Let's see, Cliff Curtis. Uh, I'm trying to read like the more famous ones. Um, I, feel, I do. I Sarah feel like a Jay little because because I don't
0: I don't watch the show.
1: Tatiana Maslany. I didn't watch to it. I Diggs. Say. I like uh, to be Diggs. Ben Schwartz. Yeah, there's a lot of cool. Like I think after this is a like successful first season, more people were. It was probably easier to get famous people this time around. Yeah, um, but that first season is so so good. Um,
0: That's what everybody says. I'm excited man. for
1: it to finally finally return. You should maybe it'll break your animation slump. Maybe Michael. you know
0: what? I mean, I need stuff to watch at Gen Con when I'm in the hotel room. So maybe Invincible. Maybe this is the time. Or maybe the boys. Or maybe the boys.
1: Okay, but also they released a they did a surprise release of an Adam Eve special on amazon prime it's like a 50 minute like almost hour long uh special about the origin of the character and i haven't watched it yet but apparently it's really good so okay um it's nice that amazon had a few things to give us at comic-con um I, yeah right they also ga- yeah they uh also gave us a trailer for gen v and mm-hmm. we've been covering this for a while because it's been in the works for such a long time i don't know when the boys next season is coming out but it feels like it's been years since season the last season season three. But yes, I don't know. Um, but there's a spinoff coming. Uh, coming out. It's a uh, set in college. It's kind of like a, um, like feeder school to like becoming uh part of the the seven. You know, the Justice League of this universe. Yes. Um, I think they're. You know, it's probably a nefarious college uh situation. Of course. Um, and it seem to focus mainly on jazz and Claire who plays a character named Marie. I think she like is a bloodbender. That's what it looked like anyway. Uh, yes. Um, I, it comes I, out September, September 29th on Amazon prime. I th- I
0: What'd think it think? looked really good. I mean, so again, I don't keep up with this. Um, I haven't been keeping up with the show at all. However, I thought this trailer looked very compelling.
1: Yeah. I thought it looked super interesting. It, I, I yeah. was worried. I mean, th- that makes me feel better. I was w- worried that it looked a little CWE, like to someone who doesn't know. Sure, the boys, maybe. So it makes me feel better to know that you didn't have that. Like, no, I didn't. I thought it looked pretty good into it.
0: I enjoyed it, oh, or enjoyed the trailer anyway. I think it looks looks good.
1: And it looks totally like divorced of the boys. Like, there's a few. There are a couple like flashes of characters, but it didn't look like it was tied in in any significant way to the plot of the boys so i think if you don't watch the boys you can enjoy this one i think that's what they're going for because the boys is very like um adult like maybe bro uh (laughs) centered you know yes um i think they're trying to get like maybe a younger uh like you know more diverse crowd like I mean like um, you know, demographically diverse. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know exactly what
0: you mean. Like trying to expand
1: their reach a little bit. Yeah. So I think it'll be successful. I could see people watching this and not the boys. I don't know. Or maybe people watching this and then watching I'll, the boys. I'll be the only one. You'll be the only you'll just watch Jet V and that's it.
0: Yeah, that's it. I mean why why go anywhere else? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean everyone tells me the boys is great though, so I I do I'm not gonna watch it. But like I like to pretend that I might
1: oh. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to. Um, what would you rather watch, Invincible or The Boys? Invincible. Oh, interesting.
0: Invincible. Like, it It looks different enough. The, the Boys looks good, too, but The Invincible looks like something I've never seen before. I've never watched an adult animated superhero show, you know?
1: That's a good point, yeah. I thought and, since and, it was animated, maybe you would lean away I, from it. But I,
0: I, I, I do, but The Boys is, you know, R-rated, you know, edgy superhero stuff. Which is apparently very good. However, you know, I've seen Deadpool, and that's what, in my mind, that's what it's similar to.
1: Yeah, I think that you're completely right. But I think it also benefits from being like satirical of the like cat more than Deadpool, probably. Uh, superhero industry, you know, which sure. like makes a lot of jokes that you would appreciate. You know what I mean? Yeah, I believe that. Um, yeah, Gen V September 29th. Yeah, it I don't looks have good. much more to say on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know go, what the go plot watch is. the trailer. I'm, I
0: don't either, but I figured you would since you watched the show. But
1: yeah, it's totally new though, new characters and everything. I have no idea what's going on. That's awesome. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I yeah, watched me too. the Yah so shows well, and I watched the boys. It looks good. Um, okay, we got another trailer. This one is for. Uh, it's a DLC reveal for Mortal Kombat 1. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, the new Mortal Kombat remake. Is it a remaster or remake? Remake. It's remake. a remake. Um, I forget the distinction sometimes. I Jeez, feel like they're one. very similar. But they redid the whole game. Um, it's coming out September 29th on your favorite gaming system. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is it
0: is it only um, current gen? Because I know a lot of stuff is still releasing on PS4 and PS5.
1: I don't know. don't know but yeah it's coming out soon i'm are you a mortal kombat stan no not particularly i
0: I used to be like so there was a there was a shift in mortal kombat's gameplay um on i want to say the 360 and ps3 and that it went in a direction that i didn't really care for um i loved it as a younger person um on super nintendo And but really, just Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. I really liked one, two, and three the side scrollers, I really liked that a lot. I don't, I don't like um the 3D fighting as much. And I, I, and also like with where there's like where you can move forwards, I it's hard to like you can move in three dimensions, not just left to right, like Soul Calibur.
1: Yeah, I guess it has a little bit of depth.
0: Or, I mean, look, I haven't played many. Mortal Kombat's in a while. There it's was still one...
1: mostly just like traditional okay. fighting.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um I also just don't care. Like I know they added a bunch of story and I don't I don't care about the story of Mortal Kombat. Um but I do I mean the gameplay is fun. I'm never gonna buy it, but I, I will play it at someone's house, you know.
1: Yeah. I Who do you mean? I think I have like the exact reverse trajectory that you do. Um, okay. I did not grow up with it or care at all um but then like in recent years and i say that by that i mean like the last 10 years um i've either watched someone play or played through all the the past few releases and i like that they have this whole like lore and story mode thing um i think it's really like edgelord funny uh it's (laughs) i don't know if i'm supposed to consume it it, it seriously that's what i
0: was gonna say is it is it funny on purpose or is that
1: just i think it is
0: okay i hope so because it's hilarious
1: maybe i think maybe at some point it like shifted to that you know um but i I didn't trying to be be earnestly
0: yeah that's what i mean who do you mean i um i mean uh sindel
1: oh i love sindel i don't really have a main okay i'm bad at everyone
0: okay i I was very Uh, good at Sindel on super nintendo on three
1: and cyrax um i like katana she's cool um katana wins (laughs) uh but not not when you play dylan no (laughs) uh that's why i said i watch people play it also so like and i like the animated movies a lot like i'm super in the live action
0: one yeah we reviewed the 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 animated one during covid right we all like watched it together we streamed it or something i forget
1: yeah, um, we did. We did the a Scorpion's little like, simul watch. Yeah, yeah, and that the, the sequel to that, Michael, was so good. You could watch the sequel. And there's a fun. third one coming out soon. I don't um, know about that live action though. That
0: live action rough.
1: No, I love that one. Um look. No, maybe this is the time.
0: Better. Maybe I'll come back to Mortal Kombat with the with, with Mortal Kombat 1. Maybe.
1: I think I didn't oh you should. Maybe you could Maybe we could review the, uh, no, I'm kidding. The the entire story about the seven hour story about.
0: I I loved Mortal Kombat. I remember when Mortal Kombat 3 came out for Super Nintendo. um, I got my mom to take me to Hollywood Video to rent it. And I brought it in my backpack to school to show it off, my rented copy. It's like, what, you coming over? We're going to play some Mortal Kombat. And they did. And we did.
1: Nice. That's a good way to get friends.
0: Yeah, exactly. Look Um, at my game.
1: I didn't have, like, a, an edgy or, like, goth or, like, any kind of phase growing up. So I feel like I'm, like, healing my inner child, like, <laughs> with this edgelord stuff. It's, like, I get a real kick out of it now, you know?
0: Yeah, but this is, like, funny edgy, so it's okay.
1: Yeah, it doesn't count. It's, like, actually right. edgy. Yeah. It's, like, satirical edgy, but I love right. it. Um. Okay, anyway, the DLC characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go on i actually don't it's know a a mortal Kombat cast i don't know the mortal Kombat ones okay the stories for these aren't that great by the way well they're um, silly it's
0: fighting game stories they never have good sto- stories i kind of Fight instantly
1: me. forget them i i say i would say <laughs> i remember the broad strokes but i don't know takeda Quan. i think i know quanti i don't know ermac oh ermac <laughs> ermac's back i'm looking Is at it's another one of the I'm robots looking, those are so yeah, so there's there's uh um, the red one, right? There's six DLC characters. The those are the three from the um you know Mortal Kombat universe. Oh, I'm look I'm googling Ermac. I know Ermac. Oh, no,
0: Ermac is the red scorpion. Okay, I see.
1: Yeah, and then he's like a lizard person in the one I I played. Heck yeah. And then I don't know <laughs> I have Takeda, no idea.
0: No idea. No, um, on on that one.
1: But I think like maybe what's more interesting is the uh, the IP DLC characters? Yes, um, that looks so cool. You, you said we said Edgelord, Lord, and they really delivered. You know, um, on because we get we get Peacemaker,
0: <laughs>
1: which is <laughs> like of all the DC characters, it's like they, a random look, one to pick.
0: No, they know what they're doing, and he's perfect for this.
1: Yeah, they looked at the Venn diagrams for all the other superhero properties and whatever overlapped with Mortal Kombat. They're like, we'll do it. You know, there's no like. Right risky choices here. So I think everyone who plays Mortal Kombat watches Peacemaker. Um and right. that's that's me as well. So that's really cool. Um and you get a little eagly sound when he appears in this trailer. <laughs> and then the next one is Omni Man, which is like uh Invincible's dad. Uh he's the evil, you know, Superman foil kind of character. Yes. Irredeemable uh alien Superman dude. Um and he'll be voiced by that actor, Uh yeah, you know, the
0: guy that plays him on the show.
1: Um, um it's coming.
0: You got uh, me, dude. I don't know. You're you're on your own. I'm sorry. I can't help uh, you. J.K. Simmons. It's JK a canon event. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the final one was Homelander, which I mean that makes sense. I think a it's a really cool addition, but I have like a little bit of a bone to pick because I feel like they. I assume they'll like do something to um, like remedy it, but I feel like their gameplay styles seem really similar. They're both Superman, you know? Yeah. Like, that, d- that does seem like a weird choice. I appreciate the diversity and powers and stuff. And this is like,
0: remember when they had Freddy Krueger in the game?
1: No, actually, I actually never really do the DLCs. I kind of give up oh. by that point.
0: That's, that's my favorite gimmick in any of these like console fighting games is the, what goofy characters they put in there to help you sell copies. It's like, whatever Soul Calibur that was on PS 3, 360, and GameCube, each one had an exclusive character to the consoles. Like, uh, PS3. Oh, I hate that. PS3 had Heihachi from Tekken. Uh, GameCube had Link from who knows what game. And Zelda? No, definitely not. I My thing is Mario. <laughs> Lonk. Uh, and Xbox had Spawn. <laughs>
1: Oh, well, Spawn was in the last one, too. Yeah. Spawn, uh, Terminator, and Joker. <laughs> Joker? Yeah. Sindel was in it, too. She was one of the DLC characters. Um, she wasn't on even the disc, get... lame. I know, lame. They still got um, Baraka
0: around? Yeah. Baraka was a fool. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. So,
1: um, is this going to get you to play it? Um, Michael? look, if it's on
0: Game Pass, absolutely. I so it's like, I'm not gonna buy it. No way. No way. I'm not spending sixty dollars on a fighting game because I'm not gonna play it.
1: You know it's gonna be 70.
0: Oh, that's right. Game just 70 now. Uh <laughs> I forgot that. I don't buy games. Um no, man. Uh definitely not. I am absolutely not spending $70 on Mortal Kombat 1. Um, hey, well, I will. I I would like to play it for a couple of hours and then be done with it if i could rent it
1: i think know? if you started playing it you'd get invested in the story michael and you would finish it
0: see i'm bad at fighting games though like i'm not good at them I, I same i'm terrible i i will i'm i'm only good at like console like old like 2d super nintendo genesis type fighting games i never got better
1: i don't believe you actually i feel like yeah. you're bad as like Everyone I think, else is good.
0: I mean, maybe I don't know. I mean, you got to remember, I worked at GameStop, and we played a lot of people. There were a lot of people that came in there that were very freaking good at fighting games. Um, one of my very good friends, and still works there. Uh, and he would go to Evo every year. That's a fighting game championship, the biggest one. And he would, he's ranked. He the year he went, he was ranked forty seventh in the world in Blaze Blue, which is a very very hard fighting game. And so okay. you know and we did a midnight release for the verse injustice and he was the boss battle. So the, the winner got, um, actually it's funny. The winner got a prize that I bought at bedrock. You know, I didn't work there at the time. I worked at GameStop. I went to bedrock, bought a prize and the winner got a prize. And there was a, a further prize. If you could beat Malcolm, uh, nobody could, he never played it before, but he beat him. That's really cool. I'm so bad. I'm so bad.
1: Okay. Well, you're bad compared to your like, my pro my, like, friends, my my are like, way yes. better than I am. I mean, we'll find out. Um, okay, well, stay tuned for the Michael reaction to Mortal Kombat 1 on release day. Uh, the trailer we'll does look...
0: It looks neat, though. I like the graphics.
1: It's a perfect jumping-on point, you know? Dylan. It's not, okay. not going to happen. I'll sell it to you later. That's right. Um. That's pretty much all the news I got for
0: this week. Oh. All right, well, let's hear about that live sale.
1: I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale! Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more, every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com slash live to read all the details. Hashtag ad.
0: And we are back. And before we get to our Oppenheimer review, that's right, we're not doing my news. We're going right- We got two reviews this week, so we're gonna. We're going to skip my news this week. Anything that uh, that came out this week that would be in my purview is going to get pushed to next week. That's fine. Um, we got stuff to talk about. Before we get to Oppenheimer, we got to do our picks of the week. And I'm going to go first. I'm going to pick a gaming accessory, Dylan. Gaming oh. accessory. Yes. So we at our Clear Lake store, we have this. So this is available only at the Clear Lake Bedrock City, by the way. So we have a um, old school gaming night that we do every almost every other Wednesday called Hellfire Club and where we play old school-inspired uh, games or actually old games or stuff that's kind of in that sort of milieu. And we got these custom dice trays made, and they are going to be in this week, and I'm very excited. Uh, Limited. Yes, they're 20 bucks. Come get them while they last. It's going to be exciting. It's got a real cool, cool logo. Uh, I'm very excited about it. So, yes, that's my pick is the Hellfire Club Dice Trays. Come get them.
1: My pick is the X-Men 2023 Hellfire Gala special. They do this every year. I think it's yes. the third one. Something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But this one is special because it features a certain character being brought back to life. Could be anyone who knows. And they're also on the spoiler. Gee, comic I wonder, the comic.
0: I wonder, I wonder who it is.
1: It could be anyone. Um, if you listen to the show, you know, uh, because we called it as soon as they died. But yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's some exciting stuff for that character. And they, they set up a bunch of the fall of X stuff in, yeah. in this, which I, I'm hoping is the end of the Hickman status quo era. I'm hoping we move on for that soon. Isn't so he coming back? Though? I'm excited. He's doing like a different um, event. at Marvel, Okay. But not like okay. X-Men.
0: Okay. interesting okay very cool all right oppenheimer time spoilers for oppenheimer if you don't know the story there is stuff to spoil all right so final warning for spoilers for oppenheimer all right anyway moving on dylan were were you excited for this movie um hmm. what did you what would you say you had complicated feelings for this movie
1: I had complicated feelings, Michael. I'm excited for every Nolan movie. I'm a big Nolan fan. Of course. Fan. Um, but I will say I'd be lying if I said it wasn't eclipsed a little bit by my Barbie uh excitement, you know. Absolutely. I live so much like space for movie hype and like I'm like I can do one at a time, basically. So I understand that. Yes sure. and no. Uh I was I was very hyped to see it, but it wasn't like I wasn't thinking about it a lot.
0: What about sure. you? Sure. Um so you say pretty much well actually no different because i also am very excited for every nolan movie that comes out even though i don't love all of them i don't love tenet and i don't also don't love the prestige i know a lot of people like that movie i just don't love it um but anyway controversial so yes controversial opinion i was very much looking forward to it but especially because i had just read um american prometheus the um biography uh that came out in 2005 by somebody, by Carl Bird. Carl Bird. There it is. Um, and How was that? Oh, t- tremendous. Very, very long. Very long. Okay. And like the movie. Yes. So I read it to get a further understanding of the Robert Oppenheimer story, not knowing that the book served as the main inspiration for the film anyway. I didn't know that. Yeah. This is just when you put Oppenheimer into. Amazon, you know, or Barnes and Noble or any of these places, that's, this is the book that comes up like, all right, that's what I'm reading. And so I did, that did go against any, any surprises I might've had for this movie, but that's okay. Um, I already knew half of it anyway, but so yeah, I was pretty excited because I really enjoyed the book because the book goes a lot further than, than the movie does. Because the book continues his entire life past the bomb as well and the, and way past the trials. Um it's it's very interesting. But anyway, yes, yeah, so I was super excited about it. Um I saw it on Thursday, um on opening day. Nice. Which was which was really exciting. Saw it in IMAX. So that was good. Did you see it on IMAX also?
1: It did not. I saw a regular old format. I know.
0: Oppenheimer?
1: I know. So totally. did you almost though? I yeah, but like a real
0: IMAX. You were cropped more than I was. Yeah. Wow. Nolan's. I should have gone to. Sad. I should have
1: gone to Limax. At the very least. Yeah. No, I don't feel like I missed my turn. We should have gone to the Bullock Museum. To... We should have the or the science museum should have like converted to play Oppenheimer.
0: I know. Um. But anyway, so let's, d- Dylan, getting into it real quick. So, um, did you? How much of this story did you know? What did you know about? Uh, robert oppenheimer previously
1: i mean basically the like broadest the the broadest strokes of like the manhattan project stuff made made the bomb
0: sad about bomb
1: yeah that's okay kind of mostly what i knew but i sure i know a bit more going in just because like people were talking about it a lot and i saw like tiktoks and stuff talking about certain characters Mm -hmm. so i i knew a little bit more like really recently up until the movie but yeah it was mostly new to me yeah
0: yeah, I mean same same here until I read the book of course um I was not like super well versed um but anyway um so what we have is the it's it's told in a I don't know the technical term but there's two timelines going in the movie um
1: non-linear format
0: yes yeah, non-linear format and well there there's two that are going in aligned you know but they're just in, in different ways but um and it's interesting. I, I didn't know that that was going to be the case, and I didn't understand right away at the top when they have the one portion of black and white or the one person portion of color says one fission and then two is called something else. It's like I don't know what that yeah. means. Are we moving on the second act already? Okay. Um, but anyway. Yeah, um, I
1: don't. I still don't understand what the black and white meant because some other things in that time period were not in that specific. Era. So
0: so it's 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 um main timeline and other and to my knowledge it was main timeline is in um color and then anything that happens uh ahead of that is in black and white which is why when they have that dinner um it start that dinner scene starts out in black and white and then they revisit it and it comes back to color because they've caught up to it um i i think that's my understanding of it um
1: there's a lot of people arguing about it but of I like that interpretation. That's cool.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Um, but anyway, so the movie stars Killing Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., and lots of cameos.
1: All of the Nolan white people, yes, yes, all your favorites, right? Except Leonardo um, DiCaprio.
0: So right, and including the Casey Affleck jump scare, which was like he starts talking. I'm like, started, he started talking. I'm like, I know who that is. I just I. I I, until I saw him, I didn't recognize that it was Casey Affleck. Did you, did you know immediately?
1: Uh, No, not until I saw him, but I, I was thankful that it wasn't a character we were asked to like, you know.
0: Right. At least he was a scumbag. But yeah, yeah, I uh, <laughs> that, that was a big shock. But yeah, there's really a lot of white dudes in this movie. I mean, I, I guess to be fair, that is the story that is being told. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. However, I, I will say that the the two women, the only two women with speaking parts in the movie. Well, I guess there was a third, but barely. Um, only two with real speaking parts were also barely in the movie, and Flores Pugh was nude most of her time on the on the screen. So, there is that.
1: Yeah. Um. I think I said this too but like Nolan has never been good with female characters so
0: I can't recall a good like, one
1: or I would say he's been bad with female a- characters so Anne
0: Hathaway in Interstellar was probably as close as he got to being all right.
1: Yeah, and Jessica Chastain, the, those are his best female yes. characters is Interstellar but um that like the reason I say that is because I wasn't expecting better in this one so sure. I wasn't like disappointed by it cuz it's just like that's True Nolan, type. you know. Yeah. Yeah. That um, makes sense. I think he does have some of his shortcomings even though you know, he's obviously amazing, but they were both great with what limited time they had. Oh, they were so Emily good. Blunt, they were very, very opinion.
0: good. Yeah, they were very, very good. Um, Emily Blunt, th- that one scene where she got to actually do a lot of acting was really good. Um, Florence Pugh was very good with her limited time. Um, But obviously, the stars of the show were Killian Murphy and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And they were both tremendous.
1: I Yeah, I thought Killian Murphy, like, I know it's like dumb to say he carried it because he's like the main. Focus I mean, his, of the whole movie. His, name,
0: his character's name is the name of the movie, but
1: yeah, he is the main character. But I think he, I think the movie wouldn't have worked if he wasn't um, amazing, you know, and he really killed it. I'm glad that he got, you know, I'm a red eye Stan. Oh, I uh, love red eye.
0: Why are we talking so, about red eye? Wow. Okay.
1: Cause he's in it, he's the main. The main well, I
0: know that, but I mean he's also been in plenty of other movies.
1: No, but I'm saying, I'm saying I want him to get like more chances to be a lead role. He's almost never a lead. Where yeah, does he lead yeah. in other than Red Eye?
0: 28 Days Later.
1: Okay, yeah. But well, again, also 30 true. years old,
0: however old that movie is.
1: But all great movies, you know what I'm saying? I I, so, like, I mean agreed. Yeah, he should be a lead more. Um, I agree with you. I think he's great. I thought he did such a good job of conveying every range of emotion that he was asked to.
0: He was so good in this movie. Like, I mean, so, um, talking about that, I'll say, I think uh, really there wasn't a bad performance. Really. I think I thought Matt Damon was also very good and I don't even love Mm -hmm. Matt Damon all that much. I don't dislike Matt Damon. He's just, he's Matt Damon to me. Um, yeah, I think he was very good for the role that he had. He gave, he had a lot of depth to it. Um, but Killian Murphy was so incredible. Um, Robert Downey also um, as Louis Strauss and. Man, so, so, so good. Um, I didn't I even the reco- Oscar
1: noms now. Oh,
0: absolutely. I didn't remember that Robert Downey Jr. was in this movie. Um, I didn't even recognize him immediately because of all the like makeup and hairpiece and whatever. It was like, Yeah. But he was great. He was really tremendous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the cast was really, really good. I I don't have anything negative to say about anybody in this
1: movie. I don't have anything negative to say about the performances themselves. Oh but yes. I do I do feel like it was a little um distracting sometimes, like all the famous people. Like I thought it was a little unnecessary. Like I see I why he that. did that. These are his connections, these are the people he likes, but sometimes I just be like, Oh, that's Gary Oldman. Or, like, that's Josh right, peck, you know. Like, it didn't, I don't think everyone needed to be famous. Sometimes a famous person would pop up for 30 seconds, say one thing, and never appear again, you know, right. And it felt like it was just done to be like, look how many people I know, you know, uh, like,
0: these are all of my friends.
1: Anyone could have done that stuff. At least Einstein wasn't famous.
0: I'm sorry, that was a lot of So,
1: that Michael Caine didn't play him,
0: right? I, I loved Einstein too, he was great. Um, that last scene with Einstein was very good it um, was so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um I, I don't
0: even know who played Albert Einstein.
1: I think I looked at his IMDB and he was in the Dark Knight as like a prisoner or something. Tom Tom so He's Conte. a Nolan. Oh, I he know that name. Also, he's also a Nolan uh connect. Of course. Um yeah, that and then so it was not like the actors themselves, but I was it did like take me a second to adjust each time, and I feel like you could have just cut that out by like having uh not extremely famous people in every corner of the movie but yeah i see why he did that and i know everyone picks up the phone when nolan calls so it's like not surprising but of course what are you gonna say now? yeah and to Um, elaborate a little bit on um emily blunt i thought she was like i even was like um I don't know, really captivated when she was just sitting in the background sometimes. She
0: was so good even when she wasn't talking. Like, she was so commanding.
1: Yeah. I like that it felt more real because it's so easy, especially when you have famous people to like, not have a shot on them because you're like, not going to ask Emily Blunt to just sit there for days, you know, doing nothing. So like every movie, I feel like most movies you'll see, they'll just like, it'll be an angle where you can't see her, but she's there. You know, but right. I so. Like it made it feel more realistic and lived in because there are so many shots like of a big group or something, where it's right. just like a bunch of famous people there too doing nothing. It felt more like, um, I want to say historical, like documentary, or
0: so. I agree. Like so that also to me is like what is different about this movie in terms of plot is that it didn't to me follow a, like a normal narrative structure. I know it's multi, um, multi-thread narrative or whatever. But like, it didn't even, to me, have a a plot structure of uh, of like, okay, we have to solve this problem. We have to do this. It seemed more like a, just like a portrait of the section of this guy's life, which yeah. seemed more like a historical, you know, document, if you will. And I, I really enjoyed that. I was like, wow, well, there really isn't just like a, oh, no, I guess we better go do this. Here's the exposition. And, you know, like, I'm just so used to the most recent movies that we've seen you know where you get a lot of that type of dialogue and that wasn't what we were doing here there wasn't a quest i mean there was a quest but not really you know he was building a bomb but that all seemed to be happening in the background to me the bomb was like secondary to me
1: um it definitely followed more like the biopic format yeah um, for sure which i actually normally don't like as much as like just a snapshot of a certain scene in someone's life because I feel like sometimes they're really aimless and it doesn't, yeah, like Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, just yes. like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and this, and it feels like really disconnected and I kind of like uh sizzle really. Um, but this one did it very like, well, it had it tied in an emotional arc throughout every scene, and they moved so quickly, like, yeah, I feel like there were like 400 scenes in this movie. Sometimes it I'm- would just be like it's it like, just never uh, A ended. whole set a couple lines and then like we're moving on like just very yeah. very quick and I liked the, that a lot it kept me interested
0: so what what didn't you like about the movie Dylan
1: um I thought the famous people were a little distracting I thought a couple of the like historical cameos were a little cringe okay when were, like a man named John F Kennedy you know I was like You're, oh yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 I was right. like it felt a little Marvel that you that, know? that I was like, okay
0: that, that's the only one I will definitely agree with when the when they did the name reveal for JFK? I was like, oh my god, can we you know what is, it was? So it was
1: used to go by your middle name, Robin. Y- yes, that's exactly I what was it like, was. Ugh. So I really didn't appreciate that. Um and then my only other complaint is that I missed some dialogue because it was, it, it was nowhere mixed. near as bad as Tenet. Yes. Uh, it was not that. I wanna I wanna preface by saying it's not tenant, but I still like caught I still missed some lines. I was like didn't understand what everyone was saying, and I know. It's been like a million movies at this point and that's just what he likes. Uh but I don't I don't want captions on Nolan movie I guess right. at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just that's just how they're going to be I guess and I agree that is an issue. Um but I I really like this movie overall. I have I don't really have much bad to say about it. I thought the, so it was obviously very long. It's about 3 hours or almost 3 hours or I don't know the exact runtime.
1: It's close I, to 3. I have one other small complaint okay it's not it's actually not even a complaint it's a it's like a uh something i'm conflicted with i i like that it was so narrowly focused on oppenheimer and like we basically spent the whole movie inside of his head or with him you know right for better or worse and that i i understand some of the criticisms about not acknowledging maybe more of his impact and different points of view like the fact that they touched a little bit on the fact that it was an indigenous land and, but they didn't Mm -hmm. talk about how there were half a million people in the blast radius that got, you know, were all exposed. Of course, tons of them got cancer. And you know, like, I don't think, right. That's all in the book too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm not sure that I I think maybe in an effort to make him more sympathetic, they didn't totally explore all of of the other points of view. Um, So like, I appreciate that as all on like focus on Oppenheimer, but I understand that like, it could have been a little bit more intersexual and ex- expanded.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Well, do you want to rate it, Dylan? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I am going to go four or five out of five. If you don't know, we use the letterbox scale. We go. Uh, that's a 0.5 to five scale. I'm going 4.5. Um, Nice. It's, when I walked out, I wanted to give it a five. But I had to think about it It's like, really, is that like, am I going to, am I going to watch it again right away? And I don't think I would. Like, I really like this movie, but I don't, I don't need to see it again right now. You know? Yeah. I would like to but sometime. I do think
1: it would benefit from a second viewing.
0: It definitely would. It definitely would. Although I feel like I watched it twice because I read the book and I knew every, every, I was not surprised True. by anything in this movie. You know, there was no like edge of my seat. Like, oh, I wonder if he's going to get his security clearance you know yeah
1: i oh, would say yeah. more so would benefit for people like me who do- didn't know all that
0: i thought the um i thought it was really thrilling in that part but i wanted to say also uh, i don't know his name but the, the guy who played the prosecutor or not the prosecutor but the guy asking all the questions i thought he was very good um in the in the yeah in the hearings i thought he was very good as a, as a like a side character i thought he was really i just you just hate him so much he's yeah. just, he's just he just not that
1: famous no Finally. But what about you? Yeah. Dylan? What, do you, what <laughs> um, do you got? I'm going to give it a 4. Okay. I was really struggling between a 4 or 5 and a 4. It's it's um, it's tough. I wish I could give it a 4.25. Yeah. it was Little don't do that. So so good. I would recommend it to everyone whether this is your type of movie or not. Um I think like if you're someone who gets who has like a really like bad attention span, uh maybe a, you could watch it at home where you could pause it sometimes and
0: it is mostly just talking.
1: It is mostly talking, but I would like, I would say it benefits from the theater watch because like the sound think, is so good. The Ludwig, I think so whatever, too. His, I think the score,
0: I think having your phone uh, unavailable at a theater is the way to watch the movie. Cause I think Agreed. a lot of people at home will pick up Instagram or TikTok or whatever you do while you're watching the movie, you know, I think that's gonna happen
1: i could see that but it's really captivating at the same time it's very it's, it's very good it's way more like brisk than we made it seem i feel like or yeah, what the I, trailers make it seem so it moves I think very anyone can enjoy it yeah yeah it's
0: very it's very fast-paced for a talking movie um <laughs> yeah but anyway that's uh that's it for oppenheimer um let's hear about those tabletop events time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of july all exact dates and formats can be found on our discord server kicking it off with keyforge we run two events a month at our clear lake location from 7 pm till around 9. keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players we also love our role-playing games once a month at our clear lake store we host an in-store one-shot rpg for players of all skill levels Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back and we're going to talk about Barbie, the new Greta Gerwig film that uh, we've also all been looking forward to, and we are going to spoil it. So don't, uh, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, there is stuff to spoil. Definitely more to spoil mm-hmm. in here than an Oppenheimer. Because this didn't happen, um, that we know so of. yes, <laughs> yeah, that we know of. So, um, yes, this is your final spoiler warning for Barbie. All right. Anyway, Dylan, how hyped were you for Barbie?
1: Super hyped, big hyped, extremely through the roof. Yeah, I me am too. A, I am not a Barbie fan, but I'm no, a Greta Gerwig stan. And same. Just the this recipe got me really excited. I was at the Barbie album launch party. Uh, at Cactus yes. and then I saw Barbie early on Wednesday and then I saw it again on Sunday uh, I'm a super fan at this point
0: yes I, I mean Greta is batting a thousand right I don't think she's made a bad movie right
1: yeah this is her third she kind of directed one before that I co-directed it with someone but after Lady count. Bird Little Women and this um, my little and women I like beyond just like being hyped about it I love that it was such like an event at the theater, you know, paired. Yes. With
0: Oppenheimer it's so weird. Like I haven't experienced anything like this in a theater in a long time. We're talking early days of Marvel. People are showing yeah. up, dressed up like captain America and stuff to the movies. Like truly, like I dressed up to go to this movie. Like I don't do that. Yeah. Like I might, put, did. I might put on a t-shirt if I, you know what I mean? I'll put on a Halloween shirt. If I'm gonna go see Halloween, but like, I put on pink Crocs and you know white jeans and a pink t-shirt, and I bought a watch band specifically for it. I downloaded the Barbie Smartwatch face, you know, uh, app or whatever. Yeah, dude, like I I did the whole thing, and everybody was about it. It was great. It was such a like a weird environment. I had no idea that that that's what I was walking into.
1: Yeah, I loved it. Both at both screenings, there was like so many people in pink, really embracing it. Um, Right. This is a it made 356 million um and Oppenheimer made 100 million 180 million and they combined to make the biggest weekend for theaters in 4 years and the fourth biggest weekend of all time wow for theaters things it were does... like sold out like i was looking at I, the my yeah. were looking at the screenings and you just like couldn't get a ticket at some points
0: right um so yeah it's it's really weird because i've again i haven't been to a movie that, that was this packed in years either like or Oppenheimer also um, was like I didn't we didn't talk about that during the review but I was very very full yeah at my mm-hmm. showing anyway but I saw it on day one Um, anyway I was also very much looking forward to Barbie more for Greta Gerwig reasons than for Barbie reasons Um, I am curious about the people who were excited for Barbie reasons if they were disappointed at all you know if if you came to this movie as a giant Barbie stand Um, if that, if the movie wasn't what you expected, because I expected this movie to be one thing, I expected it to be smart and insightful. I didn't expect it to be as hard hitting as it was.
1: Agreed. Um, I wasn't even, I wasn't prepared for that.
0: Yeah, I was. I mean, I was prepared for, you know, Lady Bird levels of, you know, insightfulness. Mm -hmm. But this is, this is as smart of a movie as Oppenheimer is like this isn't as intellectual and philosophical of a movie as as Oppenheimer is It's just in a different packaging
1: I know there's so many parallels it's so weird it's like it's so
0: it's very bizarre. Magical
1: that they came out on the same day but I know it became out of spite because Nolan left Warner Brothers um and this is his first movie at Universal so Warner Brothers was like, we're gonna put out like some killer counter programming on the same day as your movie out of spite is and that it, it? i did not like,
0: know i don't think i knew that, that that was the reason
1: yeah that's why this that's why this whole thing happened that's why they didn't like move the neither of them moved the release date um wow and it like ended up being amazing for both of them it was, it was really cool but the, they're both about you know different kinds of existential crises i guess
0: yeah for sure for sure um so dylan do you want to take us through barbie a little bit
1: yeah so um without like spoiling everything uh or we might. I, don't know, I mean, whatever. But the, I,
0: I think like you. We all know certain plot elements. If you've seen the trailer, I think you know Barbie's going to the real world. Like we
1: know that. Yeah, yeah. She, so she's in Barbie Land. Her, yeah. Yeah, in Barbie Land, and we get like a little cool music montage, and she Hi, starts Barbie. having. Um, yeah, Barbie starts having uh, thoughts of death, uh, inexplicably. Her feet, <laughs> her her feet are flat, and uh, it turns out that she's like. I guess like a divergent or like creating a a, a, a bridge to the real world in some way right. because she's um, malfunctioning. So Weird Barbie helps her played by Kate <laughs> McKinnon, who I thought was great.
0: Well, I love Weird Barbie.
1: Yeah, because she... Weird Barbie is the one that was played with too hard and, and her uh, hair's all messed up. Her and... hair's a messed up marker always in the splits.
0: If her hips don't work right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, helps helps her get to the real world, and Ken tags along. And oh, also in the Barbie world, it is the reverse of. It's a matriarchy. It's the reverse of our world, uh, our patriarchy. Pay hey, attention. This will come into play um, later. Yeah, Congress is uh, run by the women Supreme Court's a All president. women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and
0: men are just eye candy.
1: Yeah, who's only job is beach. <laughs> yeah, Ken's job is beach
0: do you swim no 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 that's lifeguard ken i do beach. beach i beach <laughs> this and, movie uh, was so good oh my gosh i'm sorry i just i think i gotta see this one again
1: yeah i know it's like you should take lori it'd be good yeah, A good yeah I, I told it, her I like. um, absolutely so barbie and ken stereotypical barbie that's her name, yes uh stereotypical go to the barbie go to the real world um and Mattel is hunting them down trying to get them back into back in their box basically or Barbie yes. they're not really concerned about Ken. No one cares about Ken. He's just um, Ken but Ken in the told. real world um quickly experiences the patriarchy for the first time and kind of like infects Barbie Loves land it. with the patriarchy. He brings back the ideas and it immediately uh flips. And Barbie and uh, her her human, I guess, the person that owns her, the physical version of her doll, uh, America Ferreira, and her daughter, they have to go back to Barbie Land to, to fix it. Um, that's like the broadest synopsis, I guess. Right. You know? Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, but I agree. Um, so, performances, I guess. Let's do that first. Um, Margot Bravi. Obviously, she's great. It. She's tremendous. Um, everybody was good in this movie. America Ferrera was very good. Uh, as a, yeah, she was I great. don't even know. I don't even know her character's name. Gloria. That's Gloria. Name. I know, I know the, the girl, uh, started with the S Sasha, maybe Sandra. I can't
1: Sarah? remember the, her daughter's name. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Something like S- that. Some S name. Um, anyway. Uh, yes, America Ferreira was good. I don't remember any of the other, like ancillary Barbie. Names,
1: but I thought there was President Barbie. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, they're all, like they're a, all
0: jobs, right? The author Barbie, yeah, author. They all
1: have just like their descriptions. Yeah, Doctor right.
0: Barbie, Doctor Barbie. Um, you have Michael Sarah as Alan.
1: Alan was so cute. I loved Alan.
0: Alan's great. Um, and Ryan Gosling as Ken, as one of the many Kens. There's many Kens. You have uh yeah. Simulu uh Shuti Gatwa, the f- soon to be Doctor Who. Yeah, and the rest.
1: Um, apparently, the if you watch it with captions, it tells you the names of the other Kens. Oh, I really? I can't remember them. But Ximilu was a Pompadour Ken. <laughs> um, but they <laughs> have like names too that we that they didn't say that they didn't verbalize. But I can't remember. But fantastic. Um, the Kens were all great too. Um, Ryan Gosling, especially. Honestly. Yes, I, I mean, um, I I feel I feel bad putting over.
0: A male actor in a movie with this type of message, but he really was very good.
1: Yeah, him and Margaret Robbie were good in the, different ways, though. You know. Oh,
0: of course, of course. They were both. Yeah. They were both very good. I mean, I don't think Ryan Gosling was the best person in this movie at all. I just wanted to say, like, I had that thought. I was like, and as I'm watching the movie, I was like, man, Ryan Gosling is really, really great in this movie. But I was like, I really can't make that point, right? Like,
1: well, there's always like the scene stealer role, like the fun character, right? And he's that. He's just so goofy and over the top and like lovable, right. but, but like, I don't know. He he he's so dumb. You know, he's got <laughs> he's, like he's so golden stupid. Retriever energy. Yeah. yeah.
0: But Margot Robbie um, is obviously he. Margot Robbie is the Killian Murphy of this movie.
1: Yeah, she had a lot. Like, there's more than what's in the trailer. Like, of an emotional arc that there's she so much to carry. Yeah. She
0: she does so much in this movie. Um, I I'm trying to think of a movie. That I've seen her be this serious in, and I I don't remember any right now, you know. I would like, say
1: it's like closest to Itonia.
0: I, Tonya. I t- closest, but Itonia is like also kind of. Well, I guess this movie's silly too. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Itonia would be the ne- the next closest.
1: But but yeah yeah, I didn't expect. Like I knew there would be like oh she maybe wants to find more autonomy you know um right 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 but i didn't expect such a huge conversation on like what it means to be human and then also like how the patriarchy is bad for like men and women you know what i mean right um i know there's a big discourse from like conservatives especially and like ben shapiro and whatever oh no does ben
0: shapiro not like the movie
1: You'd be shocked to know I, that.
0: Dylan, I'm gagged and gooped. What about Armand White? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he hated it, too. Oh, too bad. But the I'm pointing them out because there's a narrative that's like man-hating in an, in some way. And there are like a lot but of like... It's
0: so not. Did you watch the movie?
1: Yeah, there's shots taken at men in like a of funny course. way, I think. But it's very sympathetic to the Kens. And I think it does a really good job of highlighting, which I think, a lot, like I already said, but a lot of men maybe don't think about how the patriarchy is bad for us, too. You know what I mean? It's right. It's not just...
0: Absolutely. Because th- that's the point that they make in the end of the movie is that, you know, neither of the, neither the real world or Barbie land is doing it right. You know? Yeah. And it's trying to find a place for everybody and make everything... You know, good for everyone, and
1: yeah, yeah. Ken is Ken is marginalized, and yeah, Barbie has to apologize to him because she it was girls' night every night, and she didn't make any time (laughs) for Ken. You know, maybe
0: every night doesn't have to be girls' night.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I, (laughs) I had the exact opposite take. I was surprised at how, um, like sympathetic to the Kens that ended up being. You know,
0: yeah, I, I, I expected it to be not as layered as it was. Um. And so with with that, talking about this movie has a lot to say about female body image and you know, female just just the places, the place of women in society, right? Has so much to say about that. And everything it has to say is antithetical to everything that Barbie represents. Barbie the toy, not Barbie yeah. the film. To me, anyway. I mean, I could be mistaken, maybe I'm off base. But it's so Wild to me that Mattel signed off on this because to me, it is a very anti Barbie movie or it's very anti Barbie ideals.
1: Yeah. Traditional
0: Barbie ideals, I should say. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's both. But I think like more than anything, it's anti Mattel. You order me? Yeah.
0: Mattel's not a good guy in the movie either.
1: They're like actively the worst. And even by the (laughs) end I was I was really happy that at the end it wasn't like, "Oh, Gloria, you're the new CEO now." Because they've pointed out in the movie how there's no women on the board. Had, no they had one CEO. They had, they had two. They had two. Oh, they had two. I'm sorry. One in the '90s. Um, but it would have been so easy to like tie it up with a nice bow and be like, "Okay, you're the CEO now." But she like got one idea through once they realized that it would make money because they're initially like, "No, that idea sucks," and then they're like. This can make us a lot of money. And he's like, okay, we can do your idea. You know, like Mattel did not change at all. Um, And neither did, neither did Barbie land that much. I liked that rather than making it like now it's Ken and Barbie land, you know, it was like, no, you can like work in the lower courts a little bit and maybe work (laughs) your way up to, you know, to the Supreme court, something like that, you know? Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say it was realistic, but like, it ended in a way that maybe like it wouldn't in real life if all this actually happened. You right. Know what I mean,
0: yeah, I know, I agree. It made a lot of sense. It all, it all made, it all followed a logic that made sense. Uh, also, I want to say I liked Her- um, Helen Mirren as the narrator, particularly in the part great. where, where Margot Robbie was, um, having a breakdown scene about, you know, not being pretty and, you know, body image or whatever. I'm, and not,
1: then, I'm ugly. Yeah.
0: Right. And then interjection of, Note, uh, note to the directors: maybe don't cast Margot Robbie to make this point. Thank you. Yeah, um, she was great. Funny. She was very good. Um, also, I liked the real Pearlman cameo as um Ruth, the Barbie creator.
1: Yeah, that was really that was really touching. I thought I liked that they acknowledged like her tax evasion issues and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that too. Hilarious. <laughs> but like, I liked. Um, I thought she was good too. Yeah. Yeah, they used her as like a a device to, I think, explore like what the purpose of Barbie is. You know, but right. then it ended up being like, um, which anyone can relate to. You know, there's a, a lot of parents have like a purpose for their children, what they think they need to contribute, but it ended up being like, no, you're making your own, your own purpose. You know, which right, I thought was really like succinct too. You know,
0: I absolutely. Um. So. I'm I'm curious what you think about I know a lot of kids went to go see this movie with fa- family and parents I if I think the movie's almost two hours and there's a lot I mean I guess there's a lot of bright colors and songs and dancing to d- to distract, but there's a lot of not that it's like inappropriate for kids or anything. I'm saying that I don't oh, think um I'm saying that I think that I think, the kids could just like not enjoy this movie. You know what I mean? I think kids would have a hard time enjoying this movie. What do you think? I've, has there been feedback about this? Do Are kids liking this movie?
1: I think kids are liking it, but like I would say, I would there's, say maybe like, you know, PG-13. Yeah, it's PG-13 and it's Greta Gerwig. So I feel like people should know going in a little bit what this is. Um But I think there's like, Obviously, all kids are different, but I think there's maybe a little age group where they can understand enough of it, where you should be prepared to talk about things and answer questions after. If
0: I can't imagine if I, if I was a parent who was fully bamboozled by the plot of the movie and just like, oh, it's Barbie. I'm going to go see it. Bring my kid. Oh, boy. Uh, We're going to have big talks.
1: Yeah. So I mean a big good asterisk but there. Yeah. Like you need to be prepared. Maybe you could even see it first and then
0: the, I think that's the way to go with this movie. Um, if you're not ready to have that uh level of discourse with your child, because they're gonna want to talk about it. I guarantee. Um, because there's a lot to talk about. Um it's weird that I didn't think we would be having this level of a discuss discourse about Barbie, right? Like I didn't think that that's what we were what we were going to get out of it. Yeah, I knew I knew it was going to be good. Obviously, um, man, we're yeah. just scratching
1: the surface. There's like, so, I know, like they tackle so many issues. They talk about like, you know, Barbie is called like a fascist, and they talk about like the. Rampant consumerism and how plastics are killing the earth, and like Mattel is part of that. And yes, I don't know, there's like it's incredible.
0: There's so, there's so many issues that are raised in this movie, so many we cannot talk about them all. Um, Dylan is correct, like, we are just scratching the surface. There's just so much going on in this movie. Um, I was blown away by the amount of politics in this movie. I, and, and, and I mean, that in a good it...
1: way, I mean, that in a good way, yeah. But it was like also safe politics, and of or maybe that's just my point of view and the way that like it shouldn't be offending anyone. But well, I guess yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. a very very soft man, maybe it could offend you. Um, right, but right,
0: right, right. This this should this there shouldn't be any discourse in this that is like surprising to anybody or really that far out of base off base. I should say.
1: But it felt like with love, even the of course um, the shots against men. Like my favorite, one of my favorite sequences, or the funniest I thought was when they were trying to appeal to the kens uh the barbies were like awakened and like trying to trick them into turning against each other and that's kind Mm -hmm. of where a lot of like man jokes were like um pretend that you haven't seen the godfather
0: uh. (laughs) that was so funny that was so funny because yeah we all know people like that or have been people like that you know we've done those things or we you know that's
1: I felt I mean, a little called out by when they took over the houses that they just like mounted TVs everywhere. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's kind of I feel like I do that." Like very, <laughs> I have a lot of mounted TVs. Um, I only have one. I only have one. Um and yeah, but I don't know. It wasn't like f- offensive to me. We you right. also get a good Zack Snyder uh jab That
0: that in here. That Zack Snyder joke was so on point. I it was so good. Got a huge pop from the audience, or at least <laughs> Ron, who I was sitting next to, <laughs> and Acer. Yeah, that, that was good. so. That good. one was for
1: us. Oh, um, that was for the real ones. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't have the, a lot bad to say about the movie.
1: I'm trying to think if I had any. Okay, a couple. My only complaint would be I thought some of the uh, Will Ferrell stuff was like yes not mm-hmm. funny uh, uh, right
0: that's what my my complaint is that some of the humor just didn't land um some of it like the i think most of the will ferrell stuff um those scenes were fine but the jokes were just kind of stupid to me they just read like will ferrell jokes i don't know if that was just he's in charge of writing his own jokes or i don't know what that is but um not that i dislike like when will ferrell that much. yes when they did like the whisper down the lane I was so like, what so that that um, so I have a couple instances where um I have a, I have this is a me thing where sometimes in comedies I just find the joke goes on too long. I've already it's like I get it, I got it, I got the joke. Stop making it. Um, it and the, we already saw it in the trailer, so it I already knew it was coming. But the 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 beach off thing, I it's like okay, I got it. I feel to me that just went on a little bit too long. Um, and same thing with the with the Will Ferrell um the whispering and. Some of his jokes went on a little bit too long. I did for me.
1: like when he said "Call me mother." Uh, that, was, that was pretty good. No reason for it. <laughs> it was, it. I don't it was know. a good
0: line. He was good, <laughs> uh, but just I don't think that's I don't think it's necessarily his fault that, or maybe it is. I don't know if he writes his own jokes or not. But
1: um, the only other thing that uh, there's nothing else I didn't like. But the only other thing that um, I wanted to highlight was the production design the set design by sarah greenwood i thought it was like mind-blowing like i hope she gets nominated for an oscar it was so good that That was so good yeah when the ambulance like opened up that was amazing too i love that too like every specific little detail was there were so many details in the movie and they built that whole like cul-de-sac it was amazing i wish they just left it up and made it a something you could visit you know um, it's like
0: it's like Oppenheimer, right? They just only use practical
1: effects. Who knew? Who
0: knew that these movies movies would have such parallels?
1: Did you see the behind the scenes of like the traveling between worlds yes. bit? Like, that's so impressive. I thought that was CGI. That was so impressive too.
0: It looks great. They, they did so much work. I mean, that's why it looks so good is because it wasn't all computer. True. I, yeah. We're sounding older, Dylan, by complaining about computer graphics, but they are getting worse. So
1: They're getting worse and like People are thinking of like charming ways to subvert it, you know. Which right, Reddick is done. I don't know. Absolutely I appreciate it. I'm um, not Team Puppet Yoda though, so like, well, I'm not too far gone.
0: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need I need to bring up about this. Um, I I love it. I'm 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 shocked that Mattel signed off on it. As I said already, it's wild to me. It rips it's something on Barbie. you to see to
1: believe. You you yeah. truly
0: don't if you haven't seen it and you listen to this whole thing, good for you. But um you should go see it. You owe it to yourself to go see it.
1: In the theater. Anyone can enjoy it. You're not a beta male if you go see it. No, with just, you're your, not. With just your bros, you know.
0: <laughs> I would love to go see this movie with my bros. Yeah. It's a great it's a good movie. My bros like good movies, though, so it's okay. Um let's let's sure, rate this sure. thing, Dylan. Um so you know, I said there's so many parallels between this and Oppenheimer, and for me, it's the same score. I'm going four or five. Uh, to me, it's the same score. Um, I like them both about the same. It's really weird. There's just so I, I hate the comparison that both these movies are getting to each other, like critically. I should say, like uh, the armchair critics, like, oh, what, what do you like better, Barbie Oppenheimer? Like, I don't know, man. They're what so do you like, different. What do you yeah. like better, milkshakes or television? I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's that. Agreed. Yeah.
0: It's, I yeah it's I, they're, they're both real good they're both real good um both i mean i almost gave this one a 5 too like it it's hard um but i want to be a little bit more conservative with my fives i mean i don't have that many i have given out but
1: true this is this is this um, is almost
0: a 4.75 for me but
1: i would i would say that the double feature is like a cute idea, but I don't recommend it. No, um, I, I wanted <laughs> I wanted some more time to process Oppenheimer. I,
0: I thought about telling you that after I walk out of Oppenheimer, it's like, Dylan, I haven't seen Barbie yet, but I know there's no way that you should watch another movie right after this. Yeah, not, not, that, Barbenheimer, actually... not that Oppenheimer is like this crazy. I I can't talk after I walk out of the movie type of experience, but like, you know, like the, you some of the promotions a
1: little
0: bit. Yeah. Both of these movies. Like, I wouldn't want to go see Oppenheimer after I saw this.
1: Oh, absolutely not. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't want to see anything after I saw this. This is a perfect one-off. I don't... Neither of these movies are double feature movies.
1: And you know what? Like, I know I sent you a TikTok about it, but it's going to be so annoying when they try and recreate this. Like, with the uh, studios, the double saw feature Patrol? thing. Yeah, Saw Patrol. That one is still organic, at least, because it was scheduled before. But you know they're gonna do like something stupid down the line, and like already, I'm already annoyed by it. Remember Barbenheimer? Yeah, go see. Blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, Avatar three, and I don't know, Titanic. Yeah,
1: Freaky Friday reboot. I don't know something (laughs) like that. Yeah, exactly. Some two things that like don't even aren't even foils to each other, but like exactly. I don't know what to say. Um, my rating is a five. Oh, perfect five. A perfect five. It's really like a four nine, but it, I'm like, I'm I'm like rounding up, you know, I, I can't bring what's it down the, to a four. What's five.
0: the last five you gave out, Dylan? It's been a while. I, I remember think.
1: it has been a really long time. Oh, We're all at once, I think. Yeah, okay, nice. Um, I have like next to zero complaints. I feel like it's like a near perfect movie. I think it's going to be like one that will people will revisit like forever you know um i think it's one people will talk about in terms of like a huge studio risk with a big ip which is like something that honestly i don't think has ever happened you know no um
0: not not like this
1: yeah there's just no there's so many groundbreaking it's also the you know the biggest box office for a female director ever like doesn't just open doors right like feminism but like creatively i feel like it's something to like really sit with and think about and it's like a comfort watch too it has so much to say but it's something that could be it's my one of my new comfort watches i could just turn this on anytime because it's so funny as well you know so yeah like, definitely it's not it's not oppenheimer it's not it's so hard to compare it like you said but it's just you. my personal leaning that's the only reason i, it I a little you. bit more than oppenheimer
0: look to me they both could have been fives. They both could have been... Four. I'm, they're, they are in the same ether space for me at the moment. Um, and they're both they're both real good. Go see them both. Not on the same day, though. Yeah, agreed. But uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support.
1: Bye, everyone. This is Dylan.
0: And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. or BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.